there seems to be a machlekes two days in the Ritva, in the beginning of Perak Ein as to what the real topic of Meseches Makis is all about, being in the Mishnayis and then going on to the Gemara. Uh, he asked the question over there is why Eluhena Lakin, the third parak in Makis. And he gives two terutsim. Terutz number one is that uh, we attached Sanhedrin with Makis because of the connection of the last mission in Sanhedrin, the first mission in Makis. And then we uh, went around Derech Agabi Inyan Inyan Baisa Inyan until we got to Eluhena Lakin, which is the Iker of the Mesechta. So according to that day, he's clearly saying that Makis is all about Makis, Elohim Aleichem. There's another Teretz in the Ritva. The second Teretz in the Ritva was is that uh, the first Mishnah in Makis talking about Adam Zeremin. Since we're talking about Adam Zeremin, so the first parak is about Adam Zeremin. The next thing that we hit in the Mishnah is Golos in the first Mishnah. So then we talk about Golos. That's the second. That's the second parak. And then, after we hit Golos, so then the next thing that we talk about that we have to discuss in the Mishnayis is Malchus. That's the Mishnah base. talks about Malchus. So that's why the third parak is talking about Malchus. But what's the difference between these two Terutzim? So Teretz number one tells you that the Mishnah is all about, that the uh, Mishnayis, or the, the Mesecht, is all about Malchus. The second Teretz seems to say that the Mesecht is not all about Malchus. It's about random different things. Or as the Meiri puts it, the topic of, of Malchus is really Sanhedrin Part B. In Sanhedrin, we talk about uh, killing people, all kinds of gruesome punishments. We go through Skilas, Nisrafim, Nechnachim, and we describe how each is done. In Malchus, so uh, you have other punishments that are meted out by Bezdin, Going on to the last parak, where we go into gory, gruesome detail about what happens when you have to give somebody Malchus, and uh, we discussed all of that. Okay. The Mesechta ends on a much happier note, and uh, it talks about the fact that if this is the type of Einish that we get, Salach is Kama Vakama, Kodesh Baruch Hu gives us Zechuyas, and we even get Zechuyas for not eating blood. And uh, if a person is aimed on the nisyonis of Gezel and Arayis, so then he's going to get schar for him and lederis, lederi deris, etc. and so forth. And then we finish with Hananya ben Akasha, who tells us that Akash Baruch Hu wants to give us zechuyis on all of our misses. The question really is, is that uh, it's a major, major shift from the beginning of that parak of Elohim Awaken and the Homosech until the end. First, we're talking about tough, gruesome punishment, and then afterwards, we're talking about how nice Akarish Barhu is to us. What can account for the um, transfer, the, uh, the shift from one, from, from one theme in the Mesechta to the other theme in the Mesechta? Going back a number of years ago, so I was, uh, I was involved with a particular shul where a big Vikuach came out. It was such a big Vikuach. There are many of the people in the shul who had younger kids, and the younger kids, you know, wouldn't come to davening. All right, so, you know, whatever. When it's teenagers and uh, older teenagers, and people like to go to a later minion, a 10 o'clock minion, 11 o'clock minion, or whatever it is, so that's sort of like par for the course. You sort of expect that. When you have a kid who's seven or eight years old, and he's not coming to davening on Shabbos, uh, yesh bayah. 
but but uh, some of these people were getting hadracha to say that you know whatever don't wake up your kid for davening because if you wake up your kid for davening so he's going to end up hating davening and uh, they brought in a speaker to talk about it and the speaker ended up disagreeing with their mahalach and it became a whole back and forth during shul one time I couldn't construct I couldn't control myself and I'm giving the Perkei of this year and I said you know I heard that there's a whole vikuah going back and forth over here as to whether you know wake your kid up for davening because if you wake up your kid for davening is going to hate davening I said my take on the matter is that if you don't wake up your kid from davening he might not hate hate davening but he'll probably end up hating you um, the reason for that is is that unless a person has demands of somebody else, there's no greater lack of respect. And if people are too soft and people don't have demands of other people and they don't have any demands of themselves, so then their children and they themselves end up being a big nothing. That's the way that the world works. Unfortunately, we've hit a point today where you can almost say nothing to people. You have to be kind, you have to be nice, everything has to be geschmack, everything has to be nice. But the bottom line is, and in the business world you still see this, is that if there's no demands, if there's no um, hard line, so then people can't go anywhere. And that basically is the theme of Masechus Makas. Uh, Yiddishkeit was in much better shape when we were at a madrega to give Malkus and to receive Malkus, and then people didn't need it. Why? Because there were serious demands. You have to do certain things. That's the way that it is. And it's not all about fun. It's not all about, it's not all about gishmak. Gishmak comes from the fact that you're loyal and you're honest and you do what you, and you, do what you have to do and there's nothing more beautiful than that. Um, the Masechta ends on that note by saying that by HaKadosh Baruch Hu being mezake us and giving us so many demands, 613 mitzvahs, some of them easy and some of them not so easy, Gezel and Arayas. So he built us and he's mezake us and lefum tzara agra. And the way, that we, the way that we grow is by having demands and by having repercussions and by living up to them, and then there's no greater sweetness than that in life. Have a good Shabbos.